0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: Some way or another I was impressed tonight as I prayed about this service to speak on this subject, things that belong to us. You know, you can't take advantage of what belongs to you unless you know what belongs to you. And a lot of times when it comes to praying and exercising faith, a lot of times people try to pray for things that really don't belong to them, and that's the reason the prayer is not answered. Sometimes they try to clean things that's not theirs. But you see, anything that the Bible says is yours,
0: is yours. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. This week we continue the timeless teaching series by Kenneth E. Hagan, Keys to Successful Christian Living. This will be a great day of powerful teaching. Stay tuned. Plus, later in today's program, I'll give you details on how you can obtain this month's special offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message.
1: If you have your Bibles tonight, you could open to the first chapter of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 he reads, and I want you to find it. How many ever you brought your Bible with you? Hold up. Hold up your Bible. Oh, isn't that a beautiful sight? Just hold it up there a minute. Now, like Brother Osteen says, wave it and make the devil mad. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for the Word. Isn't that a beautiful sight? Just look across here. and See? All right, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Oh, that's so good, I want to read it again. My, 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 my. If we just went home now, we could go home and say we've been blessed. I mean, there's a whole spiritual meal just in that one verse. Blessed be the F- God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. Now I want you to notice that it didn't say who is going to bless us, who hath. Or in modern usage we'd say who has, has blessed us. Now what has he blessed us with? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Some way or another, I was impressed tonight as I prayed about this service to speak on this subject, things that belong to us. You know, you can't take advantage of what belongs to you unless you know what belongs to you. And a lot of times when it comes to praying and exercising faith, A lot of times people try to pray for things that really don't belong to them. And that's the reason the prayer is not answered. Sometimes they try to claim things that's not theirs. But you see, anything that the Bible says is yours, is yours. Can you say amen? Amen. And you can claim that. Now, you don't have a right to claim my automobile because it belongs to me. It don't belong to you. Now, you can claim one if you need one, but you can't claim mine. You might claim one like it, but you can't claim it. Because it doesn't belong to you, it belongs to me. Don't shout me down now, just because I'm preaching real good. And you can't claim the other fellow's wife. Because she doesn't belong to you, she belongs to him. Now, you might claim a wife if you don't have one, but one that doesn't belong to somebody else. I'm talking about things that belong to her. Now, now that may sound strange to you, but you know people do all kinds of silly things trying to claim things that don't belong to them. Are you listening to me? And then they fall flat on their face and wonder why it doesn't work. Well, come on back to the Word and find out what belongs to you. Can you say amen? amen? Well, God the Father in His great grace has given to the church enough to make it rich and strong. Praise the Lord. The text said every spiritual blessing. I mean not any are left out who has blessed us with all or another translation said every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies now what does he mean by that well that means in his redemptive work that God did in Christ from the time that Jesus was made sin until he sat down at the right hand of majesty on high Whereas they just got through singing he ever lives to make intercession for us Belongs to the church. Everything he did belongs to the church. The body of Christ. We have been blessed. Hallelujah. Jesus did nothing for himself. You know, he didn't need it. Because he didn't need anything. Everything he did, he did it for us. Well, first of all, here's the golden text of the Bible. You're, you're acquainted with it, probably the, one of the first verses you ever learned, John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, Jesus was God the Father's gift to a lost world. And he has never taken back that gift. Are you listening to me? The world owns Jesus. Whether or not it acknowledges ownership, the world owns Jesus. Thank God I've accepted him, hallelujah. But did you know that he belongs? I'm talking about things that belongs to us. Did you know that Jesus belongs to the worst sinner in this city, just as much he does to me? Did you know that Jesus belongs to the prostitute just as much as he does me? Did you know that Jesus belongs to the murderer on death row just as much as he belongs to me? Now he won't do him any good unless he acknowledges his ownership. But you see, God so loved the world that he gave jesus is god's gift to the world and he's never taken that gift back has he you know that's really the message he wanted to go tell them instead of going beating them over the head go tell them what belongs to him praise god can you say amen and you know they're finding it out everywhere Folks in prisons, we have a prison ministry. We put our books and tapes and so on in prisons all across America and around the world. And I have chaplains, state chaplains, uh, state penitentiary chaplains, chaplains from federal penitentiary who write and tell me, we've never gotten a hold of any books that change people's lives like yours does. One main thing is they tell people what belongs to them. Praise God, whatever more. And so I remember last Christmas, I got a letter from one of the inmates down here at McAllister, right here in Oklahoma, uh, from Death Row, and then it had about eight names on it. And they said they used to call this Death Row. Now they call it Hallelujah Row. Because they'd been born again, come to know Jesus. Are you listening to me? Because see, Jesus belonged to them on Death Row just as much as he did you on the pew in the first such and such a church. See, that that blows some people's mind. They think he just belongs to church folks. They think he just belongs to goody-goody people. No, goody-goody people need to get Jesus as Savior so he'll cure their (laughs) goody-goodiness and make them worth something. And then those real bad, sinful people, you know, they need to acknowledge his ownership, praise God, so that they'll become what he wants them to be. Can you say Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Well, God has not taken that gift back. God so loved the world that he gave. And so the world owns Jesus, whether or not it acknowledges his ownership. I'm glad I, for one, have acknowledged his ownership. He is mine, and I am his. Hallelujah. Now, all that Jesus did in his substitutionary sacrifice is the private property of the individual for whom Jesus did it. That's so important, I want to say it again, I don't want you to forget it. I said all that Jesus did in his substitutionary sacrifice is the private property of the individual for whom Jesus did it. You see, he is not just the substitute of we folks who have accepted him. He's the substitute of everyone, and that is private property that belongs to every one of us. Now, of course, it won't do you any good unless you know it and take advantage of it, but it's still yours anyway. You see, the sinner does not need to beg God to save him. The work's already been accomplished. All that he needs to do is to accept it and to thank God for it. But you see, there's so much human reasoning mixed in. There's so much church teaching. And I say so many times that so many times folks have followed church teaching instead of New Testament teaching. They have been religiously brainwashed instead of New Testament taught. And so because of these things, many folks have been hindered from receiving the blessings God intended they should have. I don't know, I'm preaching all the time myself. I like to hear others preach. I'm teaching more than I'm preaching. But for many, many years, till we started the Rhema Training Center, Bible Training Center, uh, we were constantly on the road and in ministry teaching, usually thing. Every day and preaching every night. Just around the clock. I went for years. And didn't take off maybe just just a week at Christmas time. And then the very next Sunday after Christmas, I'd hit it again. And for many years, I went like that. I'd preach uh, so many times and teach. I like to hear others. Now, I'd feed my own spirit on the Word of God and feed by reading. And sometimes just spend all night long, you see, uh, reading books as well as the Bible. But I don't, you know, I never had the privilege to to listen to a lot of folks because I just I'm speaking all the time myself. And even yet, I speak eleven times usually every single week. Well, it takes preparation to speak eleven times every single week because I teach a class in this auditorium three times a week right now, first year students, and two times a week of second year students. So every morning, I have a Bible lesson here for students. And then each afternoon when I'm here, I teach healing school. And then I teach, so that's five days a week, two times is 10, and use the thing, I carry this service here on Sunday night. So that's 11 times. Well, you speak on 11 different subjects, week in and week out. It takes time, it takes preparation. I I like to hear others speak and don't get to too often. But sometimes, I'll be honest with you, in in hearing others supposedly preaching the gospel, I'm appalled at how little gospel there is in it.
0: You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the DVD, Just Know God by Kenneth E. Hagan. The paperback book. Don't Quit, Your Faith Will See You Through by Ken Hagen, plus the CD Using Stumbling Blocks as Stepping Stones by Lynette Hagen. All three of these resources are offered for the low price of $24.95. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
1: Well, we want to thank you for being with us this week. Uh, we so enjoy all of our regular work partners, and if you... Just tuned in? We would welcome you uh, to to make this mm-hmm. a weekly deal. Be, right. be with us, and and also we would welcome you to become a partner with us. Uh, you can just go to rhema.org and you can do a slash and to go to WPC Word Partner Club. Mm-hmm. You say, well, what is a word partner? That's somebody that sends an offering once a month. Yes.
0: Large or small, middle sized doesn't make any difference. That helps us. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today. We continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Keys to Successful Living. Thanks for listening to Rama Four Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.